I'm tied. I'm going. I'm torn between Thor and and Hulk for very different reasons. Real Thor quick. is just handsome, and <laughs> I'm going to go Jeff Goldblum. Is he an Avenger? Can I, can I just say Jeff Goldblum? And we're done. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. He's my favorite. Um, I think I'm going to go Hulk right now, just because I really like what they've done with him. We get kind of like Captain America. He can easily just be a guy that turns into a monster and he destroys things. And when he's not the yeah. monster, he's, oh man, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I don't know what I'm going to do with this guy. But it's like, I love this back and forth they've had with his character. Like slowly showing this almost as a partnership that's not going well between the yeah. two. And the, and the back and forth and, and the struggle between uh, uh, the human side and the, the whatever, mutant or superhero, super ability side. I think that's been really cool to watch. They're, they're back and forth in that struggle between self, almost. Yeah, no, totally. And I think it's also just an interesting situation where, you know, they had Edward Norton playing this character in their established set universe and then Mark Ruffalo, mm -hmm. you know, I really enjoyed his approach. Mm -hmm. And because of motion capture work now and stuff, like a lot of his performance as the Hulk emotes out uh, as wait well. To, wait till you uh, see Endgame. Wait till yeah. you see Endgame. There's even, it's even more, they've, they've even advanced it more in Endgame. Is it, is it just three hours of the Hulk it crying? Is. It is, it is up. Yeah, well, well with empty pizza boxes surrounding him. <laughs> Nice. All right, welcome to our side hustle where Team Hustle get together any way we can to update you and each other on the goings-on of our personal hustles. We also share what's inspiring us and about our most recent Team Hustle episode with guest co-host Lennox Knight, where we interviewed our very own Michael Lutheran and discussed pursuing acting in L.A. Welcome, everybody. Once again, we are doing a car carpool karaoke version. <laughs> of our side hustle. Uh, I think it's great. Michael and I are, are, have been super busy. And so, yeah, it's hard for us to get together, which at the same time is good. We're both busy and we're both doing things and active. Uh, Michael just finished a run which of, of 19 years later, which we'll talk about in a second. We, uh, we just, uh, he's in the middle of rehearsal for another show. Uh, I just finished production on a show. I'm working, or a short film. I'm working on writing some other stuff and uh, the job hunt has advanced, so we've been busy, so please forgive us uh, for the, at least the quality of this, but the quality we will offer, hopefully, has will not be diminished by this. Right, Michael? Thank you for that uh, introduction, Daniel. Yeah, guys, I mean, even though I said it in our last side hustle, we, we try our best to always provide the best audio quality, but, you know, when... As we, as we found in the previous side hustle, when the hustle is high and availability is low, we want to check in with you guys in any way, shape that we can. I apologize for any bumps in the road, again because I'm recording this on my phone. So do you, do you uh, mean phys and physically or metaphorically? <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. So probably a bit of both. So I, I, Michael, you and I have had some crazy busy weeks this last week. Uh, what's, what's been going on in your world, man? Okay. So, um, I closed out 19 years Yay! later. Uh, it was a real, thank you. Yeah. So the final weekend, um, all the Harry Potter super fans came out to support us, which was amazing. Um, but I'd never really had that experience of like, after a show, like a lot of people, like just coming up to me, people that I didn't know, just being like, oh my God, we loved your performance. You, 
you were how I imagine Ron would oh, be. Oh, nice. 19. So that was a really big compliment of like, oh, wow, you like my interpretation of Ron is in line with what your vision right. was. And that's the most important. That's awesome, man. It's always nice when yeah, you just put so, play a character that people can connect with, uh, especially a character that's been portrayed before by someone so iconically. It's nice that you can bring a new dimension yeah. to it. Yeah, no, it, it, it felt good. It felt like a true passing of the torch. And I did have a moment um, backstage right before my final scene in which I just kind of closed my eyes and sending my good wishes to J.K. Rowling and to the team of people that I've been working with for like letting me have this opportunity to play this character that I've grown right. up with and I've loved. That's awesome, man. That was a nice send off. But that was um, a very positive part of my of my hustle. <laughs> um, I uh, found out that my wedding venue just uh, closed. Ooh. Yeah, it's um, with, with, one with of the DJs. No information at all. Like no, 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 no information from the company. No, like just, just out of nowhere. Oh, did you guys hear? <laughs> this place closed. That's pretty much what happened. We were contacted by one of the DJs that we've been going, um, you know, we've been in talks with, uh, and he was just doing his due diligence, checking on mm -hmm. the venue. And he was like, hey guys, one more time that it's the Oviat penthouse that you're getting married at because on Yelp, it's being listed as closed. Crazy. And me and Karen, we, we've just been in a state of shock. Like when I got home from rehearsal, I checked the Oviat penthouse's website. That was down there. The catering company that owns the this venue their website was down. All of their social medias for both businesses were down. Um, and then there's wedding Facebook groups out there that like support mm -hmm. couples. And seeing news come in from them, like basically confirming that the venue had closed as well. You know, kind of worst case scenario of I've already paid the facility mm -hmm. fee um, and the vet, the catering company isn't returning any calls. There's no one responding to emails. Uh, my wedding planner has said he's never heard of anything like this happening. Um, there was Angie was Angie was telling me there was like a wedding dress company that a few years ago that like went out of business all of a sudden. It's very similar to this, and so like tons of girls yeah. who had weddings approaching did not get their wedding dresses. And oh lost God. all the money they paid to get the wedding dresses. And so we found this out Tuesday night. By Wednesday morning, um, in these Facebook groups, there was word that ABC News was going to be running a story mm. about mm. it. Um, and that has since come out. Maybe we can put it out on our social media if we want to, to be like, this, Michael's story is real. Um, <laughs> It really happened. But I mean, silver lining though, mine and Karen's wedding wasn't until yeah, October. Yeah, so got a little time. So got a little time to kind of start over from square one because as many couples may know, uh, a lot of venues have certain contracts with specific catering mm -hmm. companies, with specific vendors. And so we now kind of need to restart that process. Uh, my parents are coming down next week for what would have been a tour, <laughs> right? Like we were going to do a venue tour 
And in many cases, some people have reached out to us willing to help elements of our mm -hmm. thing. One company is offering to take care of our photo booth for us. That's really is, nice. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's a bit well, rough. Well, bit you rough know, we've right been now. talked, and you know, I, I've offered to try to help wherever I can, and I'm, I'm so sorry that happened. That is, like, my stomach hurts for you, like literally hurts, is like sickened for you guys, and I, I yeah. am so sorry. But at the same time, I believe good things come to good people, and I think in the end, it'll, good enough things will come to you guys because you guys are good people, and so I think. I think it'll end up working out. I have hope. Yeah, man. Thank you for that. I, I do too. I mean, whether you're someone who believes everything happens for a reason or just coincidence or luck, there is the silver lining though that I didn't spend as much money as some of these other couples. There was one couple that was supposed to get married this weekend oh. that had spent like $17,000. They're not able to get any of it back. So it's, it's really, really hard. Um, you know, I, I talked to my lawyer this week. It's It's been just a, you know, a week of just, hold on, wait a minute, let's just check it. Right. And me and Karen are blessed with this opportunity of like, hey, if there was anything that we were feeling unsure of about the way we were planning this, about the choices we were making, we now have a fresh yeah. start. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Again. That's a good way to look at it. So, yeah. Um, hopefully... Next time you guys hear from us, maybe I'll have been able to lock down a venue. Um, next weekend, I'm taking a much needed, quick two day trip to Big Yay. Bear. Yay! Go get your head. Go get your head right. <laughs> yeah, and while also like having the parents meet one another, it's like an in law <laughs> retreat. So that and one, I'll get to meet your mom. Yeah, you get I'm to meet really my excited. mom. You get to meet I Molly Weasley. Get to meet her. I've heard her on the phone so many times. Yep. <laughs> I know. We're we're in a meeting, and she's like, "Okay, well, anyway." And then we're in a meeting. Oh, that's nice. But anyway, I just want to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I will say though, thank you, Daniel, so much, and thank you to all of uh, my personal friends and everyone. I haven't put this out on social media yet that this has impacted us, but uh, it's been hard. But the words of encouragement and everything have really really yeah. helped yeah, you got friends man and we're all we're all behind you yep. and we want to see you guys have the best wedding possible me too and, we are, <laughs> and i think especially all your la friends understand how big it is to put down so much money for a place and then lose it so yeah we all we're all we all feel it yeah my my parents are a little like you know my mom got married in a small church mm -hmm. in england um so she's like i don't know why all this costs so much money and it's like, oh, I don't know well, why either. It's like when my uh, stepdad tries to uh, tries to tell me about like when he was in college, and he doesn't understand why like when I was in college why I was so tired. And I'm like, you, you, it's different. College is different now. It costs way more money. Yeah. We're all working at the same time as we're trying to make it in, in college. And you know, <laughs> tuition cost has risen like two hundred, right. if not yeah, more like, percent. Quadrupled. Then, like, 60s and yeah, 70s. quadrupled since you yeah. were in school. So shut it. <laughs> so shut, shut it, man. Don't be such a hipster. <laughs> man, yeah. Uh, awesome, man. I mean, I'm, I'm so happy for what happened with 19 years later and, and that you're heading into uh, uh, Crab and Goyle um, to start working on that because that sounds like a really cool show uh, that you're putting together. 
uh, with some some people you've worked with previously. And and I think you know we have just kind of updates on the show. We have a meeting coming up this next week that me and Michael are really excited about. We have some really I think cool announcements coming up uh, for the show mm -hmm. that we're really excited about. Um, hopefully everything sticks yeah. and, and goes smoothly. But, uh, so yeah, we got some, we got some really cool things coming. We have, uh, uh some cool interviews that were coming to, to kind of wrap up this part of the year. Um, and, uh, yeah, so yeah, good things are coming on, on my end. I, I, I found a job. Yay. Um, I am now clapping. Um, I am uh, uh, going to be yeah. a tour guide for Warner Brothers for their tour, which is a really great tour. If you've never been to L.A. or you're coming to L.A. or you've lived in L.A. and never done it, it's a really great tour because they they mold it to who's in the, the tram. There's usually about 14 people, so it's not a huge tour group. And they mold it to you guys. So if like, you guys don't like Gilmore Girls, they won't take you near anything Gilmore Girls. But if you like you know, Batman, they'll make sure they give you a lot of information about that. So they really mold it to who's in the cart for the tour. And it just, it seems like a lot of fun. I've been on the tour twice. I really enjoyed it. Um, this last Saturday, I had to go to this like big audition, which Michael did when he did Universal Tours back in the day. Um, it was very similar to what he had to do. So uh, it was a lot of fun, but it's been great. Just finally going, oh, I have a positive thing happening right now. Hey man, it's such a cool, fun job. Mm. I, I'm really looking to like your experience with it because um, you'll have people from all over the world coming to this studio and you get to be that person. I, I to get to talk about show them. How I, I get to talk about movies and TV. Like, like that's that's my day. That's and you're getting paid for, getting it. Paid for it. And unlike Michael, though, I don't have to worry about video <laughs> in the cart. Uh, that, that was so stressful. Yeah, I don't. I had to like I would. A sheet of all these different cues that I would have to plug in at the same time as giving tour information to four carts of people. It was just and, but, and so like for me, it's like there's 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 one. I think there's like one TV section that you that you that you go into a building and there's a TV. You just have to hit play, and it plays this video, and you're good. <laughs> like that's it. I'm so happy for you. Like just hearing that alone to think like. All of that will be your mm -hmm. office, and it, and it's like what's really great is there's also a lot of you know so too. oh yeah well I'm sure the people that they hire to play tour guides are all people that are also within the industry in some capacity. Oh absolutely, yeah, I'm pretty sure they do an employee like short film festival, and apparently like the last last year the top two winners were all tour guides. So what? Yeah, I'm That's really excited. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. You should be, and you know there's also some other big news coming down your way towards the end of May, we're moving. right? <laughs> we're moving. From Los Angeles. No, no, we're still going to be in Los Angeles, but just a different part. And uh, we're moving out of our one bedroom that we've lived in for the last six years since we moved to Los Angeles to a two bedroom, a little bit bigger space. Uh, Nolan's going to have his own room, finally. Uh, uh, and and right. so, yeah, we're really, it's, it's stressful, but it's also awesome. We're also working on signing him up for transitional kindergarten, which we're going to be crying soon, I'm sure, <laughs> once we start having to do school shopping. Yeah. Like, I took a tour of the school the other day, and I'm like, already, it's like, 
oh god, I don't want to, I don't want this, <laughs> I don't want this to happen yet. So, uh, but yeah, we're we're really excited about the move. Uh, we've been wanting to do this for a while. Our our area has just become very noisy, like a lot of Los yeah. Angeles. Well, it used to be like so quiet, and then like we got these next door neighbors now that. They party and blare music until like two in the morning. It's just, we're ready to get out. We're ready to get out. But uh, yeah, so some good things there, man. So uh, is there anything that's kind of inspiring your hustle recently, Michael? I don't know why my voice went up so high. Michael! <laughs> <laughs> um, it kind of just hits on the, the two things that impacted me the most this week, which is um, you never know how your performance might impact other people. Those words of encouragement from the people who saw the show um, really help validate why I love playing these type of characters. But then more so just people's generosity. Uh, I had coworkers who, as soon as they found out that I lost my venue, like we had, me and Karen had just gotten our wedding cards mm. for our invitations. Now that's all pretty much unusable now because it all has the wrong information mm -hmm. and one of my coworkers offered to pay for us to get new oh, invitations so nice. stuff like that and like you know it's I, I we already have such a limited budget that you know not everyone that I know will be able to be at the wedding but the fact that they would be willing to offer that mm -hmm. was so nice yeah like, the support that you've been giving me to just some of these um, vendors and stuff that have reached out to Anna Karen, uh, looking to maybe help us, whether through sponsorship or discounted deals or something to help us out with the wedding. It's, it's been really um, humbling. So generosity overall has been my inspiration. How about you, man? Uh, yeah, man, I, uh, big inspiration for me this week, book called uh, Fighting the TV Drama Series by Pamela Douglas. I wanna do this, <laughs> it's just so inspiring to read. And like makes you like, just want to yeah. keep writing and keep working towards it. Uh, it's like this is where I want to be in the long run. Uh, so yeah, so man, uh, um, this last week we released an episode <laughs> where we sat down and uh, talked to my good friend, my brother, Michael Lutheran. <laughs> Who is that guy? Who <laughs> is <laughs> he's a jerk? It was the he's, worst interview we've ever done. He, uh, he didn't say anything the entire time. He was such a diva. Uh, but we got our good friend Linux Knight to come in to kind of guest co-host. Uh, she's a cosplayer and an actress and a producer as well, so it was nice getting her perspective. But uh, Michael, what was it like sitting down talking about your LA actor hustle? Oh man, it it was strange. Not gonna lie, because obviously I'm always on the other side of the interview asking the questions. Mm -hmm. So, but it's. Definitely, you know, it helped reflect on all what I've done, kind of helped me realize in the moment, like, wow, I've been able to accomplish a lot. And it made me feel more confident or positive just about my overall experience. Mm -hmm. um, it's also so great having Lennox there, being able to give like a more fully rounded um depiction of what it's like being mm -hmm. an actor getting to hear like about her experiences as right. well and her successes are her successes and mine are mine um and it kind of just shows that when you get to this town if you're trying to be an actor or i feel like this goes on to anything else um you never know what mm -hmm. can happen the and but it was it was it was really cool though to to kind of 
be able to open up and share more in depth about like my passions and what led me yeah. to this path. The, well. the journey in LA comes in all shapes and sizes. And, you know, yes. we, we just ha interviewed, which won't come out for a bit, but we just interviewed someone who had a completely different way of getting to LA and, and where she is now in her career. And, you know, and, and she was even worried about coming on because her career is so different. Her, her path has been so different. And, but it just, you never know what, what's going to get you here and how you're going to, how it's all going to work out. And that's part of the journey, you know? Yeah. And I really, I tried to kind of sit back a little bit more. I, I, I pursued acting a little bit when I started and I obviously know you and several other actors who are pursuing it, but I kind of, for me, it was like, I asked a few questions and they kind of just let you and Linux talk just to kind of just hear yeah. and listen. And it was such a great conversation back and forth between you two about what it takes and the going on for an actor here. Was there anything specifically about anything that either she or I said that um, really that you didn't either know about me or about the hustle of being an actor? Um, I can't, I'm trying to think. Uh, I don't know if I can think of anything off the top of my head, but, I, you know, it, a lot of it was just kind of hearing about the, I think really about like the networking and the preparing that it takes, the preparation yeah. that it takes and the, the, the small avenues that you all, you, you, both of you have to go down just to keep moving forward. If that makes sense. Yeah. So, you know, it, whether it's short films, student films, uh, 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 you know, and, and then also like the idea that sometimes it's just luck. The fact that you were able some of the, I know some of the roles that you've had have come that you've been offered are because someone dropped out or, you know what I mean? Like there's no, moments there's where it's just, it's just luck. Yeah. I mean, Crab and Goyle right now, the reason why I'm in that show is because an actor, you know, booked a bigger project and had to step out of the show. And, and, and obviously, and, and, and obviously not to dilute your talent, they would not come to you if they didn't think that you could do it or you had the proper talent yeah. to be in this part. And the fact that it comes to, Hey, we need you to do this shows the trust they have in your in your abilities and then there's you know? a, another exp when i did um no homo uh back in 2015 uh which was written by you know now one of the closest friends i have here in los angeles but at the time i was you know that was a show that went through the hollywood fringe was very successful and the playwright felt that the lead actor that was playing that role had taken that role as far as along as that actor could and mm -hmm. AJ Jones former guest of our show from season one he was in the show and he put my name in, mm -hmm. into it and it was so you just never know the people that you work with are oftentimes uh you know if they're close friends and collaborators they're going to be the ones to offer you more work take a listen to our team up episode you'll learn a little more about Michael's background and what drew him into the arts and kept him there what's kept him in thriving uh, personally in LA uh, uh, and and the different avenues and paths you have to take as an actor between not only for a, a male actor, but for a female actor as well. Um, yeah. So I highly suggest it. Lex was so cool and, you know, it was really great to have her finally on the show. I know we had been talking with her about uh, guesting at some point. Mm -hmm. So really nice to be able to introduce people to her. Absolutely. Uh, so next week, Michael, you're going to 
we have a, an amazing interview that we, we did with a gentleman named Mark Pearson from ARC Law Group, ARC Law Group. He is an entertainment lawyer. Uh, we sat down with him and just talked, just asked him questions as if we were clients trying to uh, uh, see if he was the lawyer for us. So we just talked about the things he goes through, what he does for his clients. Uh, we talked about the WGA uh, agency dispute right now and where he sees that going legally, uh, which he was, wasn't wrong. He, he was pretty much spot on to where it's gone now. Um, we, we talked about where he started, uh, how he got the name for our law group, and, and so much more. Uh, so I'm going to throw it over to Michael uh, for a preview of that episode. Take it away, Michael. Thanks, Daniel. Hey, guys, it's Michael, and I'm back with a preview for our guest next week, Mark Pearson. He's an entertainment lawyer with ARC Law Group. And in this episode, you're going to get a chance to hear all about the intricacies that go into law. And we're not just talking about, oh, who covers what. We're, no, we're actually getting into the nitty gritty of talking about contracts, the things that actors and creatives and writers should look out for when looking over your contract. Uh, Mark is so knowledgeable of this field and provides so many wonderful anecdotes and lessons that me and Daniel, we were just taking notes the entire time. And uh, we even have an example that we relate to this podcast directly. I want to ask you, how does one get into entertainment law? When someone says that they're a lawyer, that's such a blanket term. Law has so many specifications. And just like an actor turned screenwriter turned filmmaker, the path of getting into law isn't so direct. And for our guest, he actually started out in the field of sports and journalism. I'm going to let Mark take it from here. Yeah, so uh, I was born and raised in San Francisco, and uh, I was really interested in sports and music growing up, but not particularly good at music uh, <laughs> and in sports. Um, I was say, how are you at sports? Yeah, I mean, I, I played up until college, and then I didn't play anymore. What, did you, what, was, your, what was your game? Uh, football. Football. Oh, yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah. And I actually have some lasting effects from that, mm -hmm. uh, which makes me question whether or not I ever should have played as much as I love the game. And I coached for a while, um, but I have vision issues from bashing my head. Mm -hmm. Oh, good. Early onset cataracts, like some weird stuff like that. Yeah. Wow. Um, which I, you know, in, in getting some advice from doctors, it like looks like it's directly attributable to to uh, having played football. But be that as it may, um, <laughs> uh, when I got into college, I couldn't play anymore. And uh, so I said, well, maybe I'll just go and be on the radio like everybody else that doesn't play anymore. And <laughs> so that's kind of where I started in media. And I worked for 10 years uh, covering mostly sports um, for a bunch of different uh, television outlets up and down the West Coast. I was in Phoenix and I was in Anchorage, Alaska with the Iditarod sled dog race. And um, uh, the last place I was at was in Sacramento. Mm. And then I wanted to come back home to Sac uh, San Francisco and figured Maybe I should do a little career change. At the time, video streaming was kind of in its infancy. This is like um, 2001 or so. Mm -hmm. And like I didn't see and anticipate the proliferation of, uh, of um, you know, media on the Internet. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so I ended up um, leaving TV thinking that it was kind of a dying industry, local <laughs> TV news and that mm -hmm. kind of coverage, which has actually really been booming because of the Internet. Yeah. Uh, and then transition into law. 
And and it was kind of a, an interesting transition in that when I went into law school, I wanted to do one thing, and that was practice transitional law with people that were creative. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't really explore any other options, even though in law school you have to study all of the different subjects. Uh, but that's all I wanted to do, which they say is really stupid. Uh, they say keep your options open because you never know what happens. But I was very uh, determined to do uh, what I'm doing now, which is transactional work uh, with creatives. So, so it, it seems like from the beginning, you already had kind of a connection with creativity, like yeah. with creative people. Right. Mm-hmm. You already had some kind of like just subconscious connection. Like these are my people in a lot of ways. That's right. That's right. I'm, I'm just curious. How old were you when you decided to make that transition? Yeah. Yeah. So was I 26, 27? Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I had just turned 30 uh, when I took the bar. No, no. I was about to turn 31 when I took the bar. Wow. Yeah, so well, I was 30 when I graduated from law school. What were yeah. people's reactions when you were like, I'm going to be a lawyer now? Um, everybody was pretty happy for okay. me because they knew that uh, TV was crazy. Um, mm-hmm. So I've lived in my current place for almost 17 years now. Prior to that, when I was in TV, I think I moved 22 times in six years. Because wow. it was constantly, you're, you're partnered up in, in, a, in a rent situation with... Uh, with uh, another reporter and then they get a job somewhere else. So then you have to leave and go live with another reporter. And like, so it was constantly kind of shifting where I was living and then moving markets and, and all that. And so it was the best job ever in my twenties. I loved every minute of it uh, because it was so much fun. Every day was just a blast doing the different stories and meeting so many people and going and living in different places. But, uh, but as you start looking ahead, to the rest of your life and you're like do i really want to do this forever and at one point they said mark you're really funny we're gonna put you on the morning show mm. which meant going into work at one o'clock in the morning <sighs> and so that was really rough too and so just looking at like what i wanted out of you know my life uh, later it was like i think i need to transition out of television plus television as fun and everything and everybody kind of looks oh cool you're on tv hey i know you sports guy and uh, but it's not a very uh lucrative right job mm-hmm. Because it's so competitive, especially in smaller markets, sure. uh, that it's just not, not super high paying. Right. Um, so I was looking at that too. It's like, boy, I need to start like saving for the future and thinking about those type of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what? So was it hard at all, like making that decision of like I'm completely abandoning this TV media career to law, like yeah. going back to school, going to study and everything. Yeah, I think to address the question because everybody kind of like skirts around this one because they don't want to ask directly, but. <laughs> It, it is an ego thing, right? Because you're on TV every night and then all of a sudden it's like, I'm leaving that and I'm not going to be doing that anymore. Like, what am I going to do that's going to like fulfill that part of it? Sure. Right. Especially when people that are creative then want to be on the, on camera or want to be on radio and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, ask me that question. Like, how do you leave that and then like still fulfill that piece that's inside of you? I'm sure a lot of people listening have like that desire to want to be uh, in that position um, of being on camera or whatever. And so like, how do you leave that? And uh, yeah, it was kind of kind of tough, right? And mm-hmm. that's why I really wanted to go into another career where I would be able to, um, uh, you know, do some things that were higher profile and work with creative people and work on projects that were going to get launched and 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 be seen by lots of people. And even though I'm the guy behind the guy, uh, mm-hmm. it still fe- feeds that part of me. Welcome back, everyone. That is our preview with entertainment lawyer. Mark Pearson. I can't wait for you guys to meet him next week on Tuesday, May 28th. Be sure to subscribe to us on whatever podcast feed you're listening to us on. 
Mark is going to get into some amazing stories, whether you're an actor, whether you're a writer, a musician. These are key lessons that any artist should be following. So we can't wait to share those stories with you next week in episode 86 with Mark Pearson. Back to you guys in the studio. Ah, awesome, man. I'm, I'm so like, that was such a fun, fun interview uh, to do. And yeah. it was like one of my, I think one of my favorites, just because I love learning new things. And, and, and we've been talking about getting an entertainment lawyer on for so long uh, and, and just meeting one that we could talk to. And we were like, we need to ask all the questions yeah. <laughs> that we can. Someone who, someone who was just so open and willing to give all of this information mm. was so important. And I don't know about you guys, but I've never heard about the, you know, the perspective of this hustle from a law perspective. Mm -hmm. I think it's something that we as artists, we, we tend to be passion driven, but not business mm -hmm. uh, forward as well. Mm -hmm. So it was really great to speak with someone fr from that expertise to find out some key information to what could help protect you mm -hmm. in this path he was, moving forward. He was so open with his answers and uh, he would let us know if something was, you know, he wouldn't be able to talk about it due to laws or, or, or issues, uh, you know, moral issues with, with the law. But um, there was definitely, he was just so open and free with a lot of the conversation and just sharing with us stories from different uh, cases he's had or uh, moments and how, what, what most of his job is and what he, how he, how he sees his job um, was, yeah. was, it was, it's really great. So definitely check it out next week. Uh, our interview with Mark Pearson from Arc Law Group. Uh, Michael, I, I, I don't know if you, with all the stuff going on, if you had a chance to kind of put down a, a hustle statement <laughs> this week, uh, we've been, both been so busy. Um, yeah. I, I don't have a particular one. Um, I will say though that, uh, you, you know, this road can be long. Uh, there can be many obstacles and bumps in front of it. Uh, you'll get swerved, you'll get sideswiped. Uh, but in the end, you're still heading down this road to something. And when it's time to exit, the exit will show. And you, you know, I've been looking for a job for a while and right now it's kind of a lot of stuff coming together for it. Michael has been working on the wedding stuff and he, you know, had a little sideswipe that he was definitely unexpected. And, but you're seeing the people coming out, showing their support, showing their love and w hoping to help, trying to help you in any way they can. You know, you never know what's gonna happen in this road. Just stay strong, stay believing in it. Make sure to cry it out sometimes. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, that <laughs> but in the end, we promise if you keep working hard, you keep hustling, it'll work out for, for the best. We promise. Yeah. Now, if this is your first time listening to us, thank you so much for checking us out. We highly suggest you check out our most recent Team Hustle special with guest host Linux Knight, where we interview our co-host Michael Lutheran and discuss everything acting in L.A. You might also want to check out one of our older episodes, like our first season interview, episodes 35 and 36, with actor-writer A.J. Jones, who Michael mentioned, who now pursues his career in Georgia. Make sure, please, to subscribe if you're just listening for the first time or if you've been listening for a while but haven't subscribed. Please subscribe. Hit that subscribe button and share with friends, media. Let people know we exist. If you're enjoying the show, leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. We'd love to hear from you. You can also follow us on, on Spotify 
or favorite us, I believe, on Anchor FM, if that's where you're listening. You can follow us on Instagram at Hollywood Hustle Podcast or on Twitter at LA Hustlecast. You can also follow our personal Instagrams. Michael, where are you at? I am at Michael Lutheran. So check me out there on Instagram. Uh, pre- I've been posting pictures of myself as Ron, and soon we'll be posting pictures of myself as Vincent Crabb, and we'll probably be documenting this continued wedding hustle. Absolutely. Uh, there. You, you, How about you got to follow him on Twitter with the same name as well. You can follow me on yep. Instagram and Twitter at Daniel Tuttle, T-U-T-T-E-L. You can also support The Hustle by becoming a sponsor of the show through our Anchor FM page. You can give us a little bit of a donation, support the show, uh, uh, just even enough just to buy a cup of coffee would help. We Anything you can give, we would appreciate. We love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And if you have any questions for Michael, for Linux, uh, any entertainment lawyer questions, any que- general questions, <laughs> if you want to share about your hustle, what's going on in your life, if you just had a wedding venue close on you, let us know at hollywoodhustlepodcast at gmail.com. And if you have a guest that you think would be perfect for the show, someone you would like to suggest or you want to suggest yourself, you can email us at hustleguest at gmail.com. Uh, that's where we're going to take all of our suggestions for guests. We'll go through them, uh, figure out who we need to contact, and go from there. Uh, guys, I can't even tell you what we have coming up. We, it, our, it's, it's, I need, like, a staff to help me with guests because we, we have yeah. so many people that are, have asked to come on the show that we've talked to about coming on the show. Um, it's been yeah, – it, it's a whirlwind. <laughs> Of, of people offering to be on the show. Absolutely. It's been crazy. Uh, so that's just a blessing. I'm so excited that people want to come on here and talk about their journeys. Uh, I definitely don't take that lightly, uh, and I'm very appreciative. Michael, I, I, I know the best is going to happen. Good things are going to happen. This is just a stumble in the road, but you guys are going to have an amazing wedding, and you're going to have an amazing day today. I love you, brother. Yes, thank you so much. Yeah, I'm about to pull into work here in just a minute or so but thank you daniel so much for your support and for our community um always just doing all that they can to support the Mm -hmm. show and as always guys keep up the fight keep on believing and always keep up keep up the hustle